Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast for the League called Rice Dynasty, of course, a.k.a. the League with Team Alex, who will be making the playoffs at the end of this season. Crazy, crazy to know that you're in a league with a 2-8 and eight team that is going to be in playoffs. And that's a guarantee. Um, an absolute guarantee. Right, Michael? Guarantee is a strong word. Possibility. <laughs> I mean, you're the one gifting it to him, right? You're the one that uh, you're, you're going to give it to him if he goes three and zero. I am looking back right now on the opening season odds to win the Rice Dynasty. Oh boy! And here is Alex sitting at <laughs> plus twenty thousand. Little, <laughs> little did we know. The best odds in the league. Mm-hmm. The best value was Alex. Yeah, I he mean, has we turned this around. Yeah, I, we didn't expect Jacoby Meyer him to pick Jacoby Myers up and him to be a star. Kalen Bellage, a star. All these people on his team, stars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at them. Look at his roster and. You know, you see Kirk Cousins and you're like, bam, immediate, like, I would have that guy on my team. He's a great quarterback. Would start for any other team in the league. (laughs) Okay. All right. I like that. (laughs) I mean, it was certainly better than Nick Foles, who got two points on his bench. What did the Bears have? Like 106 passing yards total? Yes. Yes. Nick Foles. Nick Foles really likes the Bears. And um, offense. The Bears really like offense, so. Ugh. It's disgusting. But it doesn't matter for Monday night, my night, as Alex calls himself. (laughs) With all these guys, Mike Evans, you know, Marvin Jones, Tim Patrick. This guy is playing money ball, and he's here to stay. (laughs) Hey, I I give myself, I'm, I'm almost like the, I'm the Jonah Hill in this money ball situation here. And Alex is the Brad Pitt. I came in, I, I brought up the numbers. I said, I, w- I was honestly the one that told to pick up Jacoby Myers. Um, and now he's, he's taken my Billy, he's taken my strategies, the Jonah Hill strategies, and he's adopting them as a Billy Bean himself. Um, and I like it. I think Alex is proof right here of what you can do just by picking people up off the the waivers like you can get wins by doing that and i wish more of the bottom of the league would do it we've complained about it the past three podcasts so i'll shut up about it now no no no. we should keep complaining about it (laughs) i mean none of them listen none of them listen to the podcast if you listen to the podcast and you're at the bottom of the standings and you don't pick up players on waivers uh type a message in chat that says hi i'm in last place and i don't pick up people on the waivers and i'm stupid for it (laughs) i was gonna say there's only one person who doesn't (laughs) pick up people on waivers and it's Charlie. <laughs> yep, it he's is. He's in last and place. He's, he's in last place right now. Literally. Last place. Even Grant, who this is his first year playing fantasy football, has been picking up players off the waivers. And he's gotten some pretty decent ones off waivers for sure. So You need to give key. Grant this. He started out not having much league activity. He has made moves in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. 
a lot of yeah. ways to make his team better. Most of them with us, but yeah. he has gotten better, uh, yeah. especially from the team he drafted. Yeah, I remember week one when he didn't set a starting lineup and everyone was like, yeah, well, let's start looking for a new person next year. And now at this point, Grant's become way more active. He sets a starting lineup. Not only that, but he makes trades. He's picking up players. He's more active than Charlie. More active, way more active than Charlie. Charlie, when's the last time Charlie made a trade? And I I don't, well, Charlie's just never made a trade, basically. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) he only makes specific trades and he made a really good trade in getting Kenyon Drake. So that's, that's fine. Uh, you want to check out charlie's starting lineup for this week just real quick just real quick okay he hasn't made a trade all of this year which is the year that he should have done it i agree so many times he had so many chances to make trades Mm -hmm. chris godwin when he still had more value jameson crowder the perfect example of somebody to trade because he's good for this year and probably this year only yeah yeah i completely agree I think maybe some of these grow in value in the offseason. Like maybe Kenyon Drake, we forget about how kind of mediocre this year was. And we, and all of a sudden we're like, oh, it's Kenyon Drake. He had that one good year. There's potential. But yeah, I agree. A lot of these should have been in-season trades for sure. And Kenyon Drake still has had a decent year when he's on the field. He's had two games in single digits. That's not that bad. Yeah. And he could have gotten value for a 26-year-old running back, which you should do. That is kind of how this league works. I mean, when guys in a dynasty league get to the age of 27 or older, they're not very valuable anymore. Running backs don't get those second or third contracts. Uh, yep. Okay. We've complained. Okay, We're well, done. That, that's our number 10 in the in the power rankings, I guess. <laughs> yep. So, Pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, got nothing else to say about Charlie's team. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've, we've said it all. Rex Burkhead's randomly good all the, in random spots, but uh, besides that, sad. Yep. Um, I, I know me and Michael were joking at the beginning of this podcast about bumping Alex up a lot. I just couldn't bump him up. Like, I put him... I put him above Tom. I put him above Quinn. Some of these people above him. And I was like, ah, but no, I really like these two. Like, I can't do it to him. So I still have Alex at nine. Um, I I think Alex's pieces have more value at this moment. I think Balaj, I don't know how he's going to have a a little more value left in him. But obviously Eckler's coming back soon-ish. Either week 12 or 13, I think. So Balaj is great right now. He's doing well. Pretty consistent. Um, I don't know how long this Jacoby Myers stint's going to last. Obviously, um, this is mainly because Edelman is out. I think he's supposed to be out the rest of the year. I'm not sure. But um, Myers looking real good. Evans actually looked good. He was all over the field this week, which is great news. Uh, it's all positive stuff from Alex. I mainly just have him at nine because I still think, pure talent-wise, he's probably worse than a lot of people here. At number eight, or at number nine, (laughs) sorry, sorry. (laughs) At number nine is uh, the team that scored the fewest points in the league last week. It is Tom Meyering. Tom, welcome to number nine. You have been passed. Um, Am I 100% serious about this? No. (laughs) You do not deserve the number eight spot right now. Alex deserves the number eight spot. Do you know the last time that Tom had back-to-back wins? Never. Last it, year, 2019. No. 2018. 
2018 playoffs. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. He has not had back-to-back wins in two years. Alex oh, has just boy. had back-to-back wins. Oh, shit. Tom has the biggest back-to-back win drought. In the entire league. And uh, therefore, he is number nine. Tom, oh, your, your team, if I stack it up next to Alex's, player for player, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins this week, Cousins gets Dallas. I'm putting that about even. Now, Balaj and Duke Johnson, Edge Balaj. I like Balaj better. Jacoby Myers, Calvin Ridley. Ridley, even off injury, eh, probably Edge Ridley. Mike Evans, Michael Thomas, Edge, edge to Mike Evans. Eifert and Hawk, probably Edge Hawk, but Hawk is, uh, he didn't do much last game. So, uh, pretty even. Marvin Jones, like Robbie Anderson. Does have to start Eifert? I don't know if he has to start Eifert. He might get, uh, there's a chance he gets oh, I forgot Zach he tried Ertz to back. I was like, where? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a chance he gets Ertz back. But he might start Sammy Watkins um, somewhere. We'll see. Tim Patrick, Ezekiel Elliott, probably Edge Elliott slightly. And then Marvin Jones, Robbie Anderson. Give me Edge Marvin Jones. Yeah. Jones way better recently than Anderson. Anderson's Definitely. falling off. This matchup is going to be much more even than Sleeper has it. Give me Alex. Two-game win streak. Let's go. Makes a three. Not gonna, uh, Probably not, but give me Alex <laughs> at eight and Tom at nine. Okay. Well, I have Tom at eight. Um, I just I, – I feel I feel bad. I mean, you say Mike Evans, Edge, Michael Thomas, and Zeke, Edge, Tim Pat- I, I just can't give someone who has Zeke and Michael Thomas like nine in our league. Obviously, they're not the best this year. But man, oh, man, obviously they're super talented. And I feel like – I feel like Michael Thomas is going to have a big game, at yeah. least one here. And he's got – Atlanta twice in the next three weeks. Like, one of those games is going to be really good for him. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and Swift. I, I Also Swift. Swift, first game as the starter. 25 points. Looked really good. He's making me shut my mouth about how, how uh, I think Tom shouldn't have taken, taken him. As a Lions fan, I was so excited to watch this guy last week. Like, he looks so good. So, I like Swift a lot, too. Swift um, made me sit there, and all week, all I've thought about in my head is, wow, I took Jonathan Taylor over DeAndre Swift. <laughs> and all I remember is before the NFL draft, I said to myself, I was like, Swift is better than Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> I kept telling that to myself. I kept saying Jonathan Taylor is not that good. He's the bust. You like CeeDee Lamb and DeAndre Swift. Those are the two best players for rookies in this draft. <laughs> I kept telling myself that over and over, and I changed my mind because I'm an idiot, and I listened to other people. You were too tantalized by the the cold situation in comparison to the Lions. I was. I got tricked. I need to stop listening to these so-called experts. I just need to listen to my gut, and I'm so mad at myself. Yeah. I I I really helped the Lions. If, If Matt Patricia doesn't keep keep just doing what he just did last game with Swift, I'm going to be so ticked at him. Like, they need to fire this man. Uh, oh. Because I think Swift should just be carrying this backfield. I don't want a committee. I don't give a shit anymore. You, All right. you know what's going to happen next week? What? 
Carry on Johnson and Adrian Peterson will combine for 22 carries. <laughs> Swift will get six touches. Yep, probably. For 43 yards. Probably. No and that's how Alex wins the fantasy matchup with a Peterson touchdown. Mm hmm. <laughs> you know what's um, coming. Yep. Alex is your number eight. And you already talked about it, I guess. Yep. Tom is nine. Alex is my eight. Yep. We talked about them. So who's your seven? Okay. Seven, my seven is Nick, and it's mainly because of an awful week he had. Wow. Okay. I'm just riding the hot hand with these, with Quinn, Nick, and Grant, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's, it's been tough. I don't know. Nick has just fallen from grace at this point. At one point, this man was five and one, right? Or five and two? Five and two. And now he's five and five. And this third loss in a row was just awful, obviously. Um, 65 points. Things looked bad. Um, I think, I mean, he had to start two tight ends and Goddard's value might go. Goddard has been pretty awful since he came back, but now things might get worse if Ertz comes back as well. So that tight end situation isn't fixing itself. This was the first week for Fuller without a touchdown. A lot of this was because of Kareem Hunt. It still had a great game, but a lot of this was because that game was so low scoring. I feel like Kareem Hunt could have had an even better game, maybe. Um, Melvin Gordon is looking awful now. Yeah, it's... Jerick McKinnon uh, put in a grand total of 33 yards on 18 carries. Yeah, oh my God, that is... Awful, an awful stat to look at. I don't That's like it. So disgusting. He's so tired. His legs are exhausted. Oh God. <laughs> Read his yeah. latest sleeper thing. <laughs> Jarek McKinnon suffers stinger in loss. <laughs> Yikes. He got stung by a bee. Yep. Basically. Ugh. Yeah. Rough stuff. Yep. I um <sighs> I don't have Nick at seven. You're kind of talking me into it, but I have Quinn at seven. Ugh, and I hate it because I think his team actually has some upside here. Um, but right now it's just too banged up. If Carson is not looking good for this week, that's not a good thing. Uh, there is some upside with guys like Brashad Perriman. He basically needs to survive until he can get Moster and um, Eckler back. If he can do that, he's pretty good. Damian Harris. Man, did I lose another trade or did I lose another trade? Because 22 carries, 121 yards. Since he has left my team, he has put up 5 yards per carry or better in every game. Yeah, it's literally just... He just hates yeah. the end zone. He just hates the end zone, and the Patriots love, love, love having many running backs that can do a lot. Rex Burkhead had more points in this game than Damian Harris. Yeah, so it's not. Yep, yeah, it's not good because Rexy loves the end zone, and yeah, Damian ha- hates it. He does. He hates. But the he's end a way zone. better running back. Way better running back. Than so Rex much better. He's really good. Uh, much better than Boston Scott, which I traded for him, which was not smart. Uh, anyway, 
So yes, Quinn is my seven for right now. He needs to get healthy. Russ is not cooking as much as he was. Ten points this week. Not good for Russ. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the big reason he lost. Um, he's my six. Uh, I think he easily would have beat Alex if Russ has a, has a normal week. But obviously the Rams are t- very tough defense. Um, and, and Russell Wilson's missing um, Chris Carson, which would be a big help. Uh, Quinn's missing Chris Carson as well, and it's looking like he's going to be missing Chris Carson again this week, which which sucks. If you guys saw my playoff scenario, Doc, I think Quinn Quinn's schedule is pretty tough, but I think he lucked out on this remaining schedule because he is in control of his destiny the most out of any team. He faces Nick, Anthony, and Grant, the three people in front of him in the standings, um, which means if Quinn has a has a good record a winning record in these final games it's very like it's it's pretty likely he's just gonna make playoffs here um because he'll be getting he'll be giving losses to the teams in front of him no matter what so um if quinn can get help i don't think he's gonna be able to get healthy this week which which sucks because um but luckily nick's a bit banged up too so he could possibly pull out this win and he has some nice matchups too so I'm, I have Quinn above Nick for now, um, I, mainly because once I, I, I once Quinn's uh, injuries get injury troubles end, I I do think he has a better team than Nick right now. I agree. When healthy, I think Quinn does have a better team than Nick. Uh, but for right now, I have Nick there um, in at the sixth spot, and I don't love it. Um, I think I, I think there is a little bit of a gap. Uh, between six and five at this point. Uh, Tyler Lockett is a little banged up as well. I'm assuming he's going to go, but he has not been the same guy that he was for the first. Well, he's just so on and off. It's so hard to predict. Some weeks he'll go get 100 or 200 even yards receiving with three touchdowns, and some weeks he won't do anything. So it's just really hard to know. If I'm Nick, I think it's LaMichael P. Ryan time. He might not do that, but I think I'd put him in over Melvin Gordon. Going against Miami this week, Miami has a really good defense. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's time. I think it's P. Ryan time. Yeah, it might be P. Ryan time. Um, I, I think he's he's a Jets fan. He'll put him in. Yeah, uh-huh. he could. He very well could. Um, okay. Number five. Number five is Grant. You've come around to it. Yep. Grant has finally risen. And I mean, it helped that everyone in the league shit the bed last week. But uh, he also kind of did. But I I still saw a lot of potential. DJ Moore, man. See what he looks like when they actually give him the ball. Oh, he's (laughs) great. We've never denied that he's great. It's the opportunity. Yeah, I, I finally did it. I don't know where why I was missing. They'll probably be like, oh, but we lost that game, so let's not give it to DJ Moore again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's, he looked really good. Um, besides that, Taylor just had a rough week. You're going to get a week out of Taylor where he's the one popping and he'll finally get some points. Yeah. Um, damn, Boston. Oh, yeah, Boston Scott busted a big run. I remember that now. Yeah, but um, you're not going to play him on a weekly yeah, basis with Miles not. Sanders in. Yeah, um, I still like this team better than than Nick and Quinn and Tom for sure. 
and definitely has more potential to pop and I like the talent here a lot more so I'm going with Grant and Aaron Rodgers can like single-handedly carry some games for him yep Grant's got the high upside team I think this Mm. is kind of what Charlie was at this point last year a lot of guys that are kind of ready to break out potentially could a guy like Taylor who's you know he's a young guy I think he's still going to come around but this could happen in the last few weeks. It might not, but it could. Um, DJ Moore, obviously, man, it's uh, it's good to see him get the ball. It's like when uh, Anthony Lynn on the Chargers, remember Justin Herbert was throwing like 400-yard games and like a few touchdowns, and he was like, well, but we lost. So I think Tyrod's <laughs> still our guy because we had 200 yards of offense with him. <laughs> yeah. It's the same kind of thing. And I'm like, what What are we doing here? Um, yeah, I, I think Grant has a good team. I think he's he's got so much upside that this team could really be scary. He's going to be a tough out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, Devontae Parker still had he – had, he almost had a touchdown, but unfortunately got called back. And he's got a nice little schedule leading into playoffs here. He's got Jets in there, Cincinnati in there, DJ or not DJ Moore. Jonathan Taylor also has a really good just remaining schedule in general. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I like a bunch. I I agree with you saying this could be our potential Charlie this year. I think Grant could definitely be that. Um, number four um, is Anthony. Uh, he got passed up by Chris, of course, <laughs> because Chris. It's last second stopped him and like one of the most insane like this game was so close Anthony versus Chris like literally Anthony was about to trade a first rounder so Chris would sit Mark Andrews because he was ahead by like one point or something uh, and then all of a sudden it was not close at all uh, because Kyler Murray of course threw that Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins to win the game the and Hail Murray a- Yep, that gave him like 20 points or more, so that that was game over. It was amazing. I can't can't imagine, like, uh, it sucks for Anthony, because that play was awesome to watch, but if I were Anthony, I would just, like, turn off my TV and be like, fuck that play. And then that play would play, like, all over Twitter, I'd be like, fuck that play. I hate all of you. (laughs) Um, As a Bills fan, though, I was kind of upset. I was like, damn it. Um, But, yeah. Anthony still got a great team. He put up the second most amount of points in a week where almost everyone just hung nothing besides Chris. So, but John, he lost. Doesn't matter. Like Camara still, Camara's still the best running back in this league. Did you it's, see how many rushing yards Camara so had? Good. How much did he have? 15. 15. 15 <laughs> rushing yards. He was the RB one. All right, he's the best wide receiver for Anthony for sure. God, no, that's um, that's uh, what's his name? No, not him. Uh, it's the running Daniel back Jones. for Washington. Oh, um, Mr. Uh, JD McKissick. JD McKissick, the best receiver in the league. <laughs> 15 targets for JD McKissick. He's got 30 <laughs> targets in the last two games. <laughs> what the hell? It's insane. Alex Smith just could not throw the ball downfield. He was like, I'll just throw it to J.D. McKissick every time. He gets half the targets. What the hell? Why can't we just put Antonio Gibson in that role? 
Could you imagine Antonio Gibson getting the carries he does and then 15 targets a game? He'd be the RB1. Yeah. No, no. he's not. Antonio Gibson is no J.D. McKissick. Not J.D. Don't McKissick. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. He's a wide receiver playing running back. Like, they just throw him the ball so much. 15 targets. I don't think Christian McCaffrey's ever gotten 15 targets. I don't think Kamara's ever gotten 15 targets. Yeah, no. That's insane. Uh, it's amazing and he caught 14 Kamara got uh, 14 targets in week 3 this year yeah but no JD McKissick yeah true Uh, 14 targets of 139 yards receiving JD McKissick probably got like 40 yards receiving because they're all like 3 yard dump offs Kamara's just the best PPR running back by far like he's insane he is Um, yeah I have Anthony at 4 as well um I still like this team a lot, obviously. Uh, he got rid of Alex Smith. What did he do? What did he do? Drop him? Yeah, Alex Smith dropped, was dropped. What? Pick was this guy the, up. Was this the main reason you were... Yeah, I, I think I'm done. <laughs> this is the main reason you moved him Okay, now. so Grant is four. No, uh, <laughs> no Juju looks good. Um... I mean, even Hunter Henry did well on his bench. He's going to get Kenny Galladay back soon. This is still a good team. This is a scary team. This is one of our contenders. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry, Anthony. I hope you make playoffs. <laughs> yeah, Anthony still has a chance to not make playoffs. Of course, he, he has you this me. week. Yeah, I know. He's got a tough – he's got – well, I'm his only tough one left. He should be able to beat Quinn, and then he's got Charlie. Charlie. So he, he, I think we're going to get that Chris Anthony 3-6 matchup. Oh, yeah. Which is not what I want to see is the most likely two seed. <laughs> yeah, I don't want like, them on my side of the bracket. I went through. I might be completely wrong because I was so goddamn tired and so in my head while doing this shit last night. But um, I, I Anthony, based off my analysis, Anthony is most likely to get a number six seed in my opinion. Oh my gosh. Anthony and Chris. I don't want them on my side. Yeah. Come on. Give me the Nick versus Grant matchup. Yeah. It's ah, it's going to be it's going to be tough. Um, Yeah. It might be Anthony versus Chris, which would suck for both of them. But it'd be entertaining for all of us because we get to see Anthony versus Chris in the playoffs, which we otherwise would not. Yeah. Unless it was during the championship. So. Yeah, which would be tough for both of them to get past both of us. But, yeah, I mean, it's possible. Anyway, mm-hmm. Chris is three for me, and I think for you as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, obviously the Murray to Hopkins connection is insane, and it's only going to get worse this week. Murray's the quarterback one, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's, he's the best fan. I knew he was going to be the best fantasy quarterback. That's why I was trying to trade for him. Yep, you're right. He, he has been the best, best fantasy quarterback because of his rushing. Mm-hmm. Look at his rushing numbers. This is like what Lamar was last year. I mean, a touchdown almost every game. Just almost, one game, he didn't get a touchdown. He averages touchdown. over a touchdown a game rushing. Yeah, insane. That's insane. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, yeah, that's why Kyler has been. Oh, almost unstoppable fantasy-wise. Uh, taking a look at his playoff schedule, though. The schedule the rest of the way after this week gets a lot tougher. Um, New England, Los Angeles, New York, Philly, San Francisco, 
That's uh, tough. Those are tough. Those are tough matchups, and we like to see that from Chris going into the playoffs because we do not need a Seattle matchup or anything like that. We do not want to see that. Um, that's that's why he got Jameis Winston this week, though, right? That's true. his playoff quarterback. That's what he said. It's true. Um, he does have Mapletron, though, who pulled down two touchdowns. This team is deep. Once this team gets Christian McCaffrey back, watch out because that's going to be scary. He's three mm-hmm. for now, though. But right now he's three. Yep, I got him at three, even though he scored the most by far last week and looked like the scariest team. And I think he will look like the scariest team again this week because his matchups hurt nuts. Um, it's going to get I'm revenge so, on Grant. I am so sorry, Grant. <laughs> but this week is going to be a tough one for you. Yeah, I this team's great. I, I don't have anything to add. Mark Andrews even looked like himself again last week. So things are trending upward for Chris again. Yeah, and by the way, okay. by the way, Sleeper doesn't Sleeper didn't give him the asterisks um, to make the playoffs, but he he did clinch playoffs. So I'll I'll say it right here, right now, officially, he did he clinched playoffs. Did he? I thought he hasn't officially clinched it. He did because um, one of Anthony and Quinn has to win at least one game. So oh, okay. So it's not official, official, but because they play each other. Yeah, because they play each other, like, a co- the combination of all four... The combination of Anthony, Quinn, Grant, and... Who's well, the other one? Nick if, can't, can't all overtake him. Well, because... Well, what about... Uh, what if they tie? Um, they can't... Uh, they can't tie, is what I'm saying. Because, because one of Anthony or Quinn has has to go, has to get six wins instead of seven. Because since they play each other, so... Nope. So, nope, that doesn't make (laughs) mathematical sense. Nope, they're going to tie. It's, oh, Anthony and Quinn tie their own game. Anthony and Quinn tie. Chris gets eliminated. Okay, even if they if they tie, nope. then neither of neither of them could nope. then then Chris would no. That doesn't make sense. Nope. <laughs> That's, the math doesn't work out. I'm freaking out here. Nope, you were um, too tired. You missed this detail. Shoot, I should have <laughs> I should have put ties into play. At one point, I remembered that Tom could possibly make the playoffs, and I had to go through the whole fucking document again. And I was oh, like, Oh no. Damn it, Tom can make playoffs. I forgot. <laughs> he is not eliminated, but Charlie and Alex... Well, Alex isn't elim- eliminated. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even have to do... Thanks to your and Alex's bet, I didn't even have to do the math on Alex's stuff because if he goes 3-0, and like he just automatically does make playoffs because of you. So exactly. it doesn't matter. <laughs> and it's, it's fair. I think it's a good bet. I, um, I'm fully behind it. Like, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> it was weird having to put in your playoff scenario. If you go zero and three, you would probably miss playoffs because Alex. If Alex goes three and zero, no, I mean I don't necessarily. Even if I go zero and three, I don't necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Miss. Yeah. But there is a chance. There is a chance. It's oh, crazy. It's awesome. I still gotta. I gotta win out. I gotta go all in for week thirteen. <laughs> this is gonna be. Hilarious. I really um, hope he wins two in a row so that I'm fighting for my playoff life. Uh, yeah, I, I think that'd be fun. I'm going to be 11-1 and one in playing Alex for uh, my chance to go to the playoffs. <laughs> that'd be so funny. 
I'd be hyped. That'd be awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, well, so. my number two and one, I have you and then me at one. And I don't have much to say about either of our teams because we both kind of disappointed this week, but it's okay because we both won. Anyways. Yeah, I have a bye this week. So there's nothing really I need to say. I have, this is just, let's see how many points I can score a week because it doesn't really matter. I just don't care. I don't think I'm going to lose to uh, Charlie. There's no way you lose to Charlie. Unless um, DK Metcalf goes for 100 points, and maybe still I win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, points do matter at this point because um, you do need them to get that seed for me if we do do a tiebreaker. But besides that, easy win. Easy win. So, For me, uh, obvious, I play Anthony, which is a very, much more important game. Yes, that is an important game. So, um, yep, your team's still good. My team's still good. So let's uh, let's get into the playoff scenarios. Yeah, I mean, this. I, I highly recommend just opening the doc for yourself, for yourself and looking at it because in podcast form, it'll be confusing as hell. You don't want to just talk through the whole thing? <laughs> I could go through a little bit. I mean... With me and you, we've already clinched playoffs, and it's mainly just a fight for the one seed. I haven't um, clinched my... playoffs. You have? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I haven't clinched playoffs. I, I did. In yours, I put playoffs clinched, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> but in mine, I put clinched playoffs. At, at one point, I did remember your bet, and I was like, oh, shit. Now I got to I gotta put that in, too. Um, I, I feel base... like I deserve a fourth-round pick. If, like, because of this bet, I feel like Alex should give me a fourth-round pick back. I'm sure he would be fine with that. Uh, okay. Um, right. I'll text but yeah, Basically, I'm 10-0. You're 9-1. We're fighting for the one seed. Um, and honestly, if I lose to you, like, it, it could easily go to you. So it's, it's up in the air. I put 50-50. If I go 2-1, it's a 50-50 for me to get one or two yeah. at that point. It's just going to be points for and if you um, go one and two, then it's isn't yeah. Then I'm it's most, most likely, likely I will get the two seed. If I go one and two, I'm going to need Michael to do poorly, which is going to be hard for him because he faces Charlie and Alex. And yeah, so, and most likely worst case scenario going two and one. Yeah. So, um, Michael, Michael just needs me. Basically, Michael beats me, and he that's his best chance to get that one seed. Um, but he's he's still going to need points for if I go two and one after that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. I I mean, obviously, you have two big matchups left this week, and taking a look at your matchups, I mean, Deshaun against New England is tough. Derrick Henry against Baltimore tough. James Robinson tough. Julio tough. AJ Brown tough. You got oh man, the only one that's nice, but it's really nice. Dalvin <laughs> Cook against Dallas. That's what I said. I'm going to need him to get that 50-point game again, basically, because the rest of my players are just going to be shut down. On the other side of the ball, though. I know. Ooh, Patrick Mahomes against Vegas. Nick Chubb is against Philly. That's tough. But Wayne Gallman, the Gallman, did just run over uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> If Wayne Gallman runs over him, then it's probably Nick, fine. Probably fine for Chubb. He's back. Uh, Juju, Jacksonville. Nice. Christian Kirk, Seattle. 
That's beautiful. Uh, last time against Seattle, Christian Kirk went for 18 points. Tyler Boyd against Washington. That's difficult. Washington's really good against wide receivers. But then here it is. The winner for Alex's team, the best player, the leading target man in the NFL last week, J.D. McKissick. McKissick. This is Cincinnati. Wow. 29 targets in the past two two weeks leads the NFL. J.D. McKissick. This man is here. He's Uh, fundamental. Wouldn't you? Yes. I would put him in. I just don't want him to. No, I wouldn't either, but he's in. I'd put him in. Even if if Kenny Galladay comes back, I'd rather take out Tyler Boyd or Christian Kirk than J.D. McKissick. Yeah, I agree. I would take out – I'd probably take out – depends. We'll see how Kirk and Boyd do this week, but probably Kirk. Yeah, Boyd's been pretty good. Yeah, Kirk just has way more threats uh, in Arizona. Mm-hmm. against him i feel like so but boyd does too i don't know oh stefan Diggs is on a bye this week luckily which maybe will help me a bit but anthony's matchups are so scary yeah so. And you, it doesn't look like you're gonna have um joe mixon this week either which is not yeah. good uh yeah i might end up putting geo in we'll see yeah i mean that's fair i would it's Washington, so that's a tough matchup too. But then Cooper Cup plays Tampa Bay. Whew. Oh man, I'm sorry, yeah, John. I, I got to pick Anthony in this. The matchups are too good. <laughs> I'm yeah, serious. I, I think Anthony. I know. The, I agree. I 100 agree. I I just remember complaining to you how bad my matchups were, and you made fun of me. <laughs> Guess what? They're awful, and I'm gonna lose because of it. Yeah, like, they're just so bad. They're bad. You don't. You won't necessarily lose, but yeah, I think there's a good chance. I think there's a very good. Chance. Anthony's just got way. If Anthony also had like some bad matchups in here, which I think he has some, but most of his lineup is green. Most of his lineup is really yeah, nice. It's looking really nice. Like I'm gonna need Dalvin to put up a lot of points. I'm gonna need. I don't know. Julio maybe has a pop off week. Like. I don't know. I don't see yeah. any of these people. I'm going to need, like, Derek to somehow bust through this Baltimore defense. Or I James mean, Robinson's so good. To be fair, you're not playing scrubs. You're playing guys that are still, like... Yeah. I mean, James Robinson's the number three back. Derek Henry's the number four back. Like, you're going to be okay. You're not going to just put up duds, no matter who they're playing. But... Um, it, it's going to be a little bit tougher this week. Maybe one of them doesn't do well. So, I think I had tough matchups last week, and I think that shows like they still got a lot of like Derrick Henry had over 100, James Robinson had over 100, like all these, all these Derek Dalvin Cook almost had 100. They still put up good fantasy games, but they got no touchdowns. Um, they all James Robinson had an easy matchup, but Cook and Cook and Henry had hard matchups, mm-hmm. so it, they're just missing like those touchdowns and stuff like that. Um, so, the same thing could happen this week. It could. Um, that's obviously game of the week. I'm picking Anthony. It sounds like you might be too. Yeah, I'm picking Anthony. Okay. Anthony finally gets his revenge on me. He hasn't beaten me in a game in a while. so. I don't think he has. Uh, yeah. All right, Quinn versus Nick. In a big matchup with a lot of playoff implications. Who do you like in this? 
Yeah, this is a uh, absolutely huge. As I mentioned before, Quinn has those has that very like a little tough schedule, but it's a very nice schedule. And the fact that if he does well, then he just like guarantees like a higher seed and playoffs no matter what. Um, but looking at this week, um, Quinn has some nice matchups. Oh, Carlos Hyde's gonna be back for this week. That could be interesting. Yeah, so he'll have one of those guys. Okay, okay. Uh, that could definitely be interesting. Oh, Gallman's on a bye. Gallman has been key to Quinn's offense. He has. The Gallman yeah. is awesome. Yeah, he's been key. Um, but he is on a bye this week, which that might hurt him. Let's see. Gurley versus New Orleans. Hunter versus Philly. Fuller versus New England. I hope Fuller does well because that means Deshaun will do well. But I'm not sure if he will. <laughs> Lamar versus Tennessee, not bad. Lockett, if he plays, versus Arizona's pretty good. Ooh, yeah, Quinn's got some tough matchups here at the bottom, too. Um, this I think this will be a close one. I'll, I'll go Quinn to edge him out by a bit. Um, yeah, I'll go Quinn to edge him out by a bit. I think Russell Wilson will have... A, a, a comeback game here against Arizona. I think Seahawks are going to beat, are going to whoop Arizona. No joke. Uh, I I think, I think that's a good bet. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the Seahawks whooping Arizona, but not mm-hmm. so fast, my friend. I think Uh-oh. this is Nick's bounce back. He's lost four in a row. He's not going to make it five in a row. Tyler Lockett, he plays this week and he goes off just like he did the first time. Kareem Hunt. He walks into Philly, and he says, Nick Chubb, get out of the way. It's my turn now. I'm here. <laughs> I am it's my turn now? Chubb now. just came back. Yeah, he's like, I, I, you know, I should have proved it earlier, but now is the time for me to prove it. Todd Gurley walks into New Orleans. He looks them dead in the eye, and he says, Jameis, you may be the starting quarterback now. But I'm still the biggest star on this field. I'm about to go for 18 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. On 24 <laughs> carries. Wow. And it is going to be amazing. Um, yeah, I think Nick's going to edge this guy out. Lamar goes off. Give me Nick. Okay. I like it. Um, I do think this is going to be one of the closer ones this week as well. We got, we got some close matchups um, in those first two. Speaking of a three, game. Not so sure. Next three, not so sure. I'm just going to go out and flat out say I don't think Charlie's going to beat me. I'm going to go with myself. Um, there would be an insane upset if Charlie beat you. I will say that. It would be. I don't think it's going to happen. So uh, we're you're welcome to debate at me if you want, but I'd rather we just don't spend time on this. Yeah, no. Move on. All right, cool. Uh, Grant versus Chris. Now, you look at this game and you think, ooh, Chris has just went off, and his matchups are really good. And uh, so he should be winning this easily, right? Right? This is a sneaky win for Grant, you say? No, you're right. You'd absolutely <laughs> be right. Uh, Chris is going to win this game, and he's going to win it big. So give me Chris. Oh, Antonio Brown on the lineup for Grant. I like it. Um, he should be. I, do, I don't like his matchups at all, though. That's so. the thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor, Ben Roethlisberger, like the only two with good matchups. So It doesn't even matter what Jonathan Taylor's matchup is. <laughs> True. 
Uh, it just, it's a coin flip. Not even a coin flip, it's the roll of like a three-sided die, I guess. Yep. Uh, to see what's going to happen to Jonathan Taylor each week. Uh, who knows what side he'll get this week. Uh, all we know is that he hasn't exactly popped off yet. Uh, 20 is his highest score, but... Uh, yeah, you can't, I feel like you can't go against Chris. Not only does he have the better players, his matchups are insane. When your whole lineup is green, that's nuts. That's usually a good thing. Yeah. All right, you mean Chris. I can't believe he's not going to start Ronald Bones this week over Chase Claypool. The disrespect to Ronald Jones. Absolute disrespect. I think there's a clinching scenario here. Okay. No, Chris needs two two wins to clinch at least the three seeds. Oh, really? Okay. So it's still possible if he only gets one to not get the three seed, but it's if he wins this week, it is very, very likely he gets the three seed. I was going to say his last two games are Charlie and then <laughs> Nick, so he would have to lose to Charlie yeah. if he wins this week. <laughs> yeah, which would be nuts. Unlikely, I will mm-hmm. say. Um, has anyone ever only won a single game in the season? I'm not sure. I think Alex won two last year. He was two and 11. Huh. Oh, wait, I guess. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won two. And even Tom won three last year? Yeah, I think so. I don't think anyone's won one. Which means Charlie has a chance to set the all-time record. (laughs) For for worst record. Worst season. Yeah, worst season. At least he has a win. At least he has a win. All he cares about is that he's not no longer the 2008 Lions. That's all he cares about this year. That's true. With a high score of 107 on the season. Oh, yeah, that's that's not good. Actually, I just realized Chris can clinch this week if he wins and Nick loses. Which is pretty likely. Yeah, so if Quinn beats Nick and Chris wins, then he does clinch the three seed. Interesting. Okay, so... Um, yeah, anyway, uh, so Alex versus Tom, I think, is our last game. Or we already talked about it, kind of. Yeah, we kind of talked about it, so. Um, but, yeah, I think Tom will win this. I think Tom will win this as well, and I'm sad to say it, but I think Alex's playoff hopes will come to an end this week after a fantastic run. Excellent run. Really happy for you, Alex. You, I mean, you won two games. Happen. Yeah, anything can happen. You're right. We'll see. I mean, last week I did not expect Tom to score only 56 points. I'll tell you that much. Um, So I guess anything can happen. I mean, if he scores 56 points again, I think Alex will win, yes. But Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if Tom will. He shouldn't, at least. I think he'll be fine this week. Yeah. So. Well. That's it. That was pretty quick. Yeah, that is pretty quick. I can go over playoff scenarios if you want me to. Um, I went over some of them. We, we talked through a lot of them. Um, yeah. I guess, what uh, are the scenarios that... I mean, are, I can go over Tom. Tom yeah, I was going to say, what's Tom's scenario? Tom called me out in the chat after I post this, of course, saying, I, I think if I go 3-0, there's a pretty good chance I make playoffs. I still think it's tough, and it's only because of his points for, because his points for are... The closest he is is to Grant, and he's still down 110 to Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, he's down like 200 to Anthony. He's down like 150 to Quinn, 120-ish to Nick. 
So he's got a lot of catching up to do in points four, which is tough unless he has a really good week, like a 150 or something like that. So I still, if he goes three and zero, I still think it's pretty likely that he just doesn't make playoffs. Obviously, that's that's like his best scenario. He beats Alex, he beats Nick, and then he beats me somehow, uh, which he can. He has bef- he has pulled off that big upset before last year when he was tanking. He did so. I was pretty pissed about that. Unreal. Yeah. Um, so if he goes three and zero, it's he's still got. I feel like three and zero. He's still gonna have to win a tiebreaker, and that's where I lose my faith in him. Is when he has to win a tiebreaker. His points four is just just pretty low right now. So yeah, I'm um, not seeing it. Um, I don't really see the scenario where that does happen. I mean, I'm sure it's possible, but eh, I, I don't know. I. Yeah, that fifty-point week did just—I I feel like that almost eliminated him right there. Like he—he he scored way less points than a lot of these teams out of him. So, I guess not Nick. He scored only nine points less than Nick. But still, that was the lowest in the league by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably it for him. I, I, like he said, there's a chance, but it's—he's really gonna have to go off. I just don't see that personally. Um, but we'll see. We will see. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's just too much. Like right now, Grant and Nick are at four and five in the power rankings. I had I had Grant as five, but I had Nick like below Anthony and Quinn. I think yes. So I don't know. I, the fact that Nick and Grant are five and five and they are in control of the four and five seed right now makes it way tougher for these. Like, if if Grant and Nick just get one win, it makes it way harder for... It already makes it way harder for Tom to make playoffs. Because if they just get one one win, then already Tom is going to have to beat them in a tiebreaker if they're if he's ever in a tie with them. It, yeah, that's just rough. And they're going to have to get one win. Because they um, play each other. Uh, Nick and Grant do not play each other. Oh, okay. Nick plays Quinn, Tom, and Chris. Grant plays Chris, Alex, and Quinn. And on my sheet, legit Grant and Nick are like have the same situationals just because their schedule is almost the exact same. Like they both play Chris and Quinn. Um, right. Grant plays Alex, and then Nick plays Tom. So it, their situationals are like legit just the same, and they're super close in points four as well. So they are very similar in terms of what their team is, but who? Um... Who would you whose team would you rather have at this point, Nick or Grant? I mean, I'm a little biased because Grant has like most of my old team, so I guess Grant. Yeah, I would agree. I'm not trying to hate on Nick's team because I think Lamar could definitely turn this around with his remaining schedule, but uh, I, I don't love the trajectory that his running backs are on right now, especially Same. in a dynasty league. Like, I think Nick's heading for a rebuild. And okay. it's going to be a tough rebuild, but he's a good enough manager. I think he'll do it pretty quick. Yeah, it, it sucks that the trade deadline's up already because I, I would have loved to see. I would have loved if I were him to be able to wait and see Gurley maybe have some good games and be able to trade him at high value or something like that. But yeah, as a Melvin Gordon owner in one of my other leagues, I, I hate this man. <laughs> And I get that. I really do. 
Well, uh, but yeah, well, how about we just, uh, I, I guess in my sheet, I did mostly numbers. I didn't actually like give my personal opinion on who I think is going to make the playoffs. I just did who's most likely to make it based off of odds, in my opinion. But um, why don't we why don't we pick who we think is going to make the playoffs at this point, Michael? All right, let's fun. do it. I um, all right. So I think you and I are pretty. You are a safe bet. I am <laughs> a pretty safe bet. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, and then after that, I I think Chris does lock in that three seed. I think he deserves it, and. Uh, then at the four spot, let's look at remaining schedule. I think Grant will lose this week. And then I think, yeah, I think you're going to have a bunch of teams right at five and six at the exact same time. Because I yeah. do think Anthony will beat you this week. So you'll have Anthony at five and six. You'll have Grant, Quinn, and Nick all at five and six. Um which will make a very interesting uh, update to my sheet next week if everyone's at five and six. It will. And then from there, I think I'm going to pick Grant to win in weeks 12 and 13. So Grant will get to um, seven and six, and I think he gets the four seed. And then you'll have Quinn and Anthony wrapping it up as the five and six, respectively. Okay. Um. Yeah, I like that. Wait, so Quinn, but Quinn plays Grant. Quinn would be one. Quinn would go one and two. Then he would be five and seven. Ooh, um, and Nick has to play. Nick is playing Tom and Chris. Nick's gonna have, Nick's gonna end up as six and eight. So Nick would make it over and probably. In that wait, situation. Wait, five and seven. No, you mean you mean Quinn would be five and eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I'm saying Nick would end up being six and seven. Yeah, six and seven. Oh. Oh boy. Yeah, so Nick's gonna make it over Quinn. Yeah, I think I'm gonna pick that. I think Nick's gonna make it in over Quinn. Okay. Quinn gets knocked out. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, uh, yeah. I think Quinn I think Quinn has a good chance to lose this week, honestly. But if he wins this week, I like his chances to make it a lot better. I do think he can win that game against Grant in week 13 when hopefully Carson is finally back. I think he's going to lose to Anthony. But if Quinn wins this week, I really like his chances to make it to be honest. Um, but if he loses this week, I don't I, I don't um, I want Quinn to make it. I do want Quinn to make it as well. It's just, I, it really depends on this week. Because I think, I mean, if he pulls off an upset against Anthony, I think he he has a, his chances go up a lot. But I think he's going to have trouble beating Anthony. I think Anthony makes it for sure. I'm not sure at what seed. I think, I think Chris for sure locks up three, by the way. Um, Huh. I'll go. I think Quinn can beat Grant, so I'm gonna go. I'll put Quinn in there. I I still think Grant will. I think Grant will still make it. So you're saying Nick's not gonna make it? I think. Well, Grant and Nick will be in a tiebreaker, and I think Grant will win the tiebreaker to make it. Yeah, I I like that. Oh gosh, this is tough. 
it's so confusing at this point. I can't wait until next week when things are a little more clear, but they still might not be clear. Actually, you know, I'm going to make this pretty easy. I think Nick loses out. Mm. Nick is going to w- lose the first two games, win five in a row, and then I Damn. think he's going to lose. You think he loses to Tom even? Yep. Mm. I think he loses six in a row, and he's out. I think he beats Tom. I think... I, my prediction is Nick goes one and two, beating Tom, losing to Chris and Quinn. I think Grant goes one and two, losing to Chris and Quinn and beating Alex. I think Anthony goes three and oh, and just makes playoffs because of it. He gets four seed. Um, and then I think Quinn goes two and one, and he makes it as well. And then I predict the last seed will be between. In that situation, Grant, Grant and Nick will be both six and seven competing for the sixth seed, and I think Grant will beat him in the in the point tiebreaker and make it. Gotcha. Well, that uh, that makes sense to me. Yeah, well, anything could change, so let's see what happens this week. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, that's playoff madness. Let's uh, yeah. We're going to go for it again. Good luck, everybody, this week who has a game. I will just be watching, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. See ya.